Hey, do you reckon you're busy? Today's guest has got six children under 19 and two fantastic businesses. Join me as she shares exactly how she does it. Yeah, I say, welcome to a small business marketing show where successful small business owners share their souls to take your marketing straight to the lead. Now, here's your host, Mr. Timbo Reed. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I am your host, again, Timbo Reed. You, so much more importantly, are a motivated business owner ready to crank out some great marketing. And that is exactly what we do around here. So welcome, pen and paper, and a cuppa at the ready. Today's show, lovingly brought to you by the very good folk at Key Person of Influence, the world's leading business accelerator program for business owners just like you wanting to become an industry thought leader. You can grab a free hard copy of their Amazon bestseller over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Big show today, team. I have a chat with small business owner and marketer extraordinaire and mother of six, Kylie Roberts. Kylie owns a couple of Endota Spa franchises and is now franchising her own fitness studios revolving around a dance bar. More on that in a minute. And as I said, mother of quite a few children. And of course, I've got a motivational quote this episode about being different. Like being different, it's good. It makes you stand out. As per usual, there is marketing, G-O-L-D, dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Do you need a speaker for your next conference? Recommend Timbo to your event organiser. Or better still, book him. Tim Reed. that's R-E-I-D dot com dot A-U. Hey, before we get stuck into today's guest, who is Kylie Roberts, uh, how's your week? So been good? You're getting stuff done? Is your marketing improving? I hope so. If you listen to enough episodes and, you know, implement enough ideas, it's got to. Amazing feedback from um, last episode with Rand Fishkin of Moz. Ah, oh, the comments on the show notes, you know I love them. Boy, they're good. Wonderful, wonderful feedback. You should check them out to see what other people are learning and discovering and implementing. So if you haven't listened to episode 262, uh, do. Um, As one listener said, they nearly didn't listen because it was about SEO, search engine optimization, but she chose to and so glad that she did. Yeah, I would say that if, if SEO was ever made interesting and sexy, It's in that episode. Uh, Big news. You might have heard Dale Beaumont, past guest of this show and friend of this show. Uh, He's got a business called Business Blueprint, generally live events and a bit of online action. He's launched the world's first 24-7 online TV channel for small businesses. Hey, brilliant. An idea ready uh, for right now. Love it. And... uh, I am in discussions with Dale about taking the small business big marketing show onto the, is it the big screen? The little screen? I don't know, but doing a video version, a 12-episode series. In discussions, hey, exciting. (laughs) 
I haven't got a great head for podcasting, but you're about to see it potentially on Business Blueprint. If you want to check out what Dale's doing, go over to businessblueprint.com. It is fantastic. Had a couple of fantastic webinars for my forum members in the last couple of weeks. Oh, if only you're a forum member. My good old mate Lukey ran one on nailing your Facebook ads and why you should consider them as part of your marketing strategy. That was fantastic. That's recorded. That's inside the forum. And also, did a, last night, did an hour's webinar. Well, it was meant to be an hour with outsourcing expert David Warren, uh, who's been on the show recently, living over in the Philippines and providing outsourcing resources to small businesses in Australia. Went for an hour and 50 minutes and it was full of marketing G-O-L-D. That recording is also in the forum forever after. So even though you missed it, if you're not a forum member, you can still watch it. Uh, so it's been a big week. Lots going on. And, of course, being inside the Small Business Big Marketing Forum every day, which you can join. Head over to crankmymarketing.com. It's 69 bucks a month. No lock-in contracts. Try it out. Think of it as marketing insurance. I'm in there every day answering your marketing conundrums. The support for this show comes from Key Person of Influence, a structured business accelerator program that's, well, not for everyone. Founder Glenn Carlson explains who KPI is ideal for. Anyone that's built a business based around a skill, a talent or an expertise where a lot of their revenue is reliant on them delivering that skill, talent and expertise, we show them how to change gears from being the operator with a supporting business built around them to being an entrepreneur where the business is in fact operating and providing that value so they can take that step back and start to uh, run the business instead of the business being designed to run them. We love working with a small business owner that's sitting on a mountain of value right now that they don't even recognise. KPI, taking you from being a business doer to a business owner. Grab a free hard copy of their Amazon bestseller over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Righto, let's get stuck into today's guest, who is Kylie Roberts of Alinta Bar. I've got to spell that. We talk about it in the uh, in the chat, but it's A-L-E-N-T-A and then new word bar, B-A-R-R-E. It's a new form of getting fit and it utilises, you know, those like bars that you see in ballet studios. You've all been in a ballet studio, surely. Hey? Yeah. Love ballerinas. I digress. Kylie is a cubicle escapee. Yeah, yeah. She used to be trapped in a cubicle in corporate. Not anymore. She went off on and bought a couple of Endota Spa franchises. Endota Spa, the biggest spa franchise in Australia, and cut her teeth on running a small business with one of the best franchises in Australia. 18 months ago, she goes and opens up a Linta Bar with her friend and business partner, and they've already got four studios open, right? Uh, she explains this whole concept around a Linta, uh, around a bar, bar fitness workouts and how they all work. So I won't go into too much detail then, but listen in because Kylie is an expert at creating fantastic marketing experiences, customer experiences, branding, marketing to women, and she's right into scent, smell, you know, that part of the brand that we often neglect. So lots to learn here. I started off by asking Kylie, to share the three words that best describe her. 
Um, passionate. Uh, entrepreneurial. And a mother. Ah. <laughs> like the Good last mix. one. Nice mix. <laughs> Tell me about your passion. Is it crazy passion? Does it just get in the way? Does it like once you become passionate about something, are you unstoppable? Oh, yeah, look, I think I just um, – I love what I do and I think that's um, – that equals passion for me. So if I didn't love it, I just wouldn't be able to sort of think about it all the time and, you know, be creative and so on. So for me, that's that's what my passion is, you know. Like we often joke about, you know, what hobbies do you have? And I don't have a lot of hobbies at the moment because I'm a mum, you know, mm. and, and run a business. So for me, my hobby is my business and, and that's what I – that's what I focus on. I love that saying. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I talk a lot at conferences to small business owners and one of the things that I wish and I say actually in my keynote presentation, I wish that your the marketing of your business and mm-hmm. in fact the running of your business becomes a hobby. Mm, okay. What, what does that – for me that means time becomes irrelevant, even the money that you invest in it becomes less painful. What, mm-hmm. does it mean, is, what do you mean by a hobby for you? Well, I think for me, a hobby is something that you enjoy doing um, regardless of the rewards. Mm-hmm. And um, for me at the moment, you know, with a relatively, you know, Elenta is relatively new, um, there's not not massive rewards at the moment. Um, so it is something that I just love doing and yeah. think about all the time and, you know, um, my business partner and I, you know, constantly I was on holidays last week and I was meant to be on holidays and I kept on having ideas and she was like, and after three days, she was like, okay, have two days off. Love it. Stop texting me. Just, you know, chill. Tell me about the idea thing. I love a good idea. So do you literally, something comes to mind and you're the first thing you got to tell your partner? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) She's in Melbourne and I'm in Adelaide. So we, um, have a lot of uh, texting and um, and emailing and phone calls. Um, Give me an idea of a text. A t- <laughs> yeah, like what would you say? Like, so an idea has just come to you. Sure. Well, <laughs> not blowing my own trumpet, but I'd be like, okay, I've just had the best idea. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> let's do this next month, and you know, and we're you know we we try anything. So um, generally, she'll come back and go, yeah, let's do it. Great. Do you have a filter or before you text <laughs> your partner? No, no filter. <laughs> no filters required. Right. So inbuilt. I mean, you, you mm. both of you share a similar passion and clearly. Are, are you different people? Um, we are very yeah. different. Um, but we've worked together for a long time um, and so we know each other really well and um, we know how each other works really well. So um, for us that, that works because we, we are very different. We've got both got very different skill sets but it, that's what makes our partnership work, I think. So when you do have an idea and your your business partner's name is Claire. Claire, w- correct, w- yep. When you have an idea and Claire says, Kylie, are you, are you serious? That, <laughs> that, that, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. Would she, would she be so brutal or does she tiptoe around eggshells or what does she do? pretty supportive of each other it's not very often that we will say look I disagree um but you know we are pretty brutal like if we do we'll just come out and say it but you don't agree just for the sake of agreeing do you no no but we we have different roles in the business so 
I look after marketing and the brand and that's my expertise and what I've done all my adult life and she looks after finance and ops. So, you know, it's kind of like you get trumped, do you know what I mean? So yeah. at the end of the day it's like, well, it's my call, this is what I look after. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, and she does the same. So, yeah. I read in your bio, Kylie, where you said you had a desire to escape the nine to five. Mm-hmm, so you opened mm-hmm. an Indota spa many Correct. years ago. Were you, tra- were you trapped in a cubicle at some point? Uh, yeah, I worked in um, corporate marketing in, in large corporates in Melbourne. Oh, yes. Um, Big mahogany office. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I worked in banking for quite a while, so that, yes, there was a lot right. of mahogany there. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I um, spent a lot of time in offices and um, – and, you know, I, I can remember distinctly that I was working for one of the big banks and um, I had worked on a project for a long period of time only to find that project got shelved after two years oh, and yes. I just had a really big sort of like what am I doing with my life yep. moment, um, you know, after working very long hours and, um, yeah, just feeling like I have just spent two years and, you know, literally the, you know, click of a hand, it's gone Um so, yeah, at that point, I think I really decided I wanted to do something for myself and, you know, I could make the calls on, you know, felt like I was doing something that was worthwhile as opposed to sort of working for the man. Isn't that just such, that is, that's why we're in small business because exactly. what we are doing is what we believe in, it supports our why, whereas, you know, how many projects, you know, have the rug pulled from underneath them in big corporations? Exactly, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and look, you know, I don't – I loved working in um, in corporates and, it, you know – Hang on, loved? A, loved's a big word. <laughs> I did, well, love is a big word, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it because I – the skills and um, people I met during that period of time was phenomenal and I think it really did set me up hmm. for um, running my own business because I learnt um, – you know, I had access to – the best in the world, you know, in terms of from a marketing perspective and and the people I met and the agencies I worked with. So all that enabled me to really, um, you know, have a really good foothold when I when I wanted to do my own yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I, the, the disciplines that I learned during my yeah. 20 years in corporate uh, put you in good stead to uh, – yeah. some of them actually translate into running a small business, which is kind of nice. You bought uh, an Indota Spa franchise. We, this is a, an international show. Indota Spa is one of the bigger um, spa franchises in, the in Australia. The biggest? Yeah, the biggest, yes. Yeah, they now have great close brand. to 100. It is a brilliant brand and um, – um, we bought in yeah ten years ago now over ten years ago and there was four spas in Australia and um, so we've been on the journey with them and um, it's been a great journey and you know they've now got I think eighty eighty or ninety spas around Australia. So what was your thing, Kylie, back then? You've got you've had all this wonderful experience in corporate. Mm-hmm, you go, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm out of here. I'm going to start yeah. my own thing. But you sure. you went to the safety of a franchise. Yeah, look, we did because. Um, it sort of wasn't planned that way, but we wanted – I had moved to Adelaide and um, wanted to go and have a day spa treatment with my girlfriend and there was no day spas in Adelaide and or none that we sort of were used to in Melbourne. And at that point we were just like, wow, this is crazy and I uh, couldn't believe that there was nothing here. And um, and um, I uh, – it's a very odd story, but um, I came across Endota – I was reading the paper and I just thought I'll just look in the business area of the paper and came across the Indota franchise. I hadn't heard about it before, even though the girls that started it, you know, um, grew up in in Macquarie where I holidayed all my life and um, just felt like it was 
you know, meant to be. Uh And so just, yeah, just everything fell into place and, you know, I'm so glad that we did join because the benefits have been, you know, phenomenal um, in terms of... Well, just not having to do it by yourself. You know, we didn't have any experience in in day spas when we started, and you know, it's really important to have a good understanding of the business model. And we didn't we didn't know the business model then, so that's what Indota gave us. You know, they you know told us you know how much we should be paying people, and you know what um, what the you know gross rent should be to your you know um, turnover and all those kind of things that we just didn't know at that point for for that type of business. Mm-hmm. So that really gave us that sort of, I guess it gives you a bit of a sort of safety net um, that you've, you've got someone to fall back on to help you along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could do worse than that, learn from those guys, that's for sure. So yeah. here's the thing. Two mm-hmm. years, not even two years ago, like mm-hmm. you started your current business, Alinta Bar. Correct. Now, I've got to yes. ask you, before we talk about that and how the idea came about, Sure. It's sort of a rude question. Will you excuse me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you happy I'm with worried. it? Yeah, yeah, but you should be. So am I. You know, like this could go either way. Are you happy with the name? <laughs> you don't like it? I can't say it. Oh, really? Alinta. I, I can't get my mouth around it. Really? Okay. Are you finding you're having to spell it a lot? And... Oh, no, only for emails. No, I don't. For, um... for emails or females? <laughs> <laughs> now you're being cheeky. Yeah, I am being cheeky. Um, no, no, I, I have no, an interest I in... love the name. I love okay. the name. So, um, but I hear what you're saying, but I love the bank name. Yeah, okay. It's, it, I, I love coming up with business names and things mm-hmm. and I'm always mm-hmm. conscious of syntax, you know, the yes, way... Yes, I understand. Yeah, and yes. I, so I struggled with it a bit. But, hey, yes. that's me. What would I know? Yes. You're, not, you're not targeting... You're a, you're a man. Correct. <laughs> oh, you're a crusty middle-aged bloke. You are certainly not naming that business to attract me. That's correct. <laughs> so... Uh, Alinta Bar, can you just briefly describe what it is? I did it up the front of the show, but just give us your one-liner, yeah, and sure. then and then tell me wh- wh- why why did you start it? Sure. So Alenta Bar is a um, so bar is a form of fitness, um, which is yoga and Pilates, um, incorporating dance in the ballet bar. Uh, so bar has been around in the US um, since the nineteen fifties. Um, and for, for girls that have done ballet growing up, a lot of the exercises are around sort of the warm-up exercises that you do during ballet. Um, so that's kind of forms the basis of, of the um, form of fitness that it is. Um, and we do different styles of bar. So we have like a bar fit, which is like an interval training kind of class. And we have one that's called burn, which has a lot more um, um a mixture of Pilates and the bar, and then we have um, one that is called uh, Blend, which has a little bit more yoga and stretching in between the exercises. Right. Okay. So I've not. I certainly haven't seen it. But did you did you bring it to Australia? No, we didn't. No, there's some other bar studios um, in Australia, um, but it definitely is a new form of fitness, without a doubt. It certainly um, is. In, in Australia, I should say, um, in the US and UK, which is the US is where we um, found it. Um, it is very popular and there's, you know, there's franchise groups and bar studio, like there's franchise groups of, you know, three or 400 studios over there. It's kind of like the horizontal, like the horizontal version of pole dancing in a way, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is that it's really effective. So that's the what thing you're saying. Pole dancing isn't. Well, I've never done pole dancing. No, to be honest. No, 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 don't know anything about it. <laughs> um, but you know, for um, for for women, it is a really it's a it's a low impact exercise, and mm-hmm. it's you know a lot of people love Pilates but don't find it's actually um, challenging enough or working them hard enough. So this is kind of almost like a 
Pilates on steroids. It's like just that, um, you know, it's like literally you walk out of a class and the next day you will not be able to walk down the stairs. You know, nice. it's really, really, um, yeah, you, yeah, you feel like you've had a really good workout. So tell me about the moment where you've got Indota Spa franchise and mm-hmm. then you go, you know what, time to start my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, Claire um, was was the one that came up with the idea about bringing, you know, us developing our own um, bar studios in Australia. Was that a text or an email? <laughs> Probably a phone call. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and we just started talking about it and investigating it and doing some classes and um, just loved it and really felt like there was a really large gap in the market at the moment for a, for a female brand, which, you know, is really effective exercise um, where females can go in and, and have a really enjoyable experience and it's just developed from that sort of idea and then we, you know, developed the brand and, um, and started in February 2014. Jeez, that just fl- dropped off the tongue pretty easily. Yeah, we yeah. just d- developed the brand. Like, <laughs> what did you do? Like, As you okay. do. Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. So easy <laughs> developing brands. We do it daily. Yeah, you know, like right. what, what what did you do? You, you had to sell the franchise. The, the, I'm gathering, gather you sold the Indota franchise. No, no, we still. Oh, you so still Claire, got it. Yeah, Claire owns Aspire in nice. Melbourne, and I own one here. Nice. And yeah, and they're really complementary businesses. So, yep. um, you know, we have a number of our studios are right next to Indotas, and it's perfect because it's a very similar um, clientele. Yeah, like that. You could have a lady come in for a spa treatment and go, you know what, you need a bit of bar work. Exactly, or come uh, in for a bar and go, uh, you need a massage you afterwards. You need a massage. <laughs> hey, yeah, I like the way you think. So, okay, so that I, what did you do then? You, you, you sat around, came up with a name, got some, you found a premise, some premises, you, what did you sure. do then? Yeah, so we um, tried to work out what we'd want in a brand because, you know, we had been in marketing and we'd obviously been with Indota but weren't involved in the development of the look of the brand. You know, we were really excited to be able to create what what we thought, you know, women would love. And so we went down hmm. the path of... Um, Let me you know, know when you find out. <laughs> um, we went down the path of, you know, of creating the logo and, you know, obviously naming the studios, which we love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, deciding on the colour palette, deciding on what the brand stands for, coming up with our language around it. Um, Tell me about that. That's it. Oh, that's interesting. Language. Yeah, language. So, you know, we wanted to um, have a voice that was um, that was unique to us and that we felt um, clearly communicated what we were about, but also um, because, bar, because no one knows what bar is at the moment, um, you know, it was really important to us that when we talk about us, we, you know, had really consistent messages and a really consistent tone of voice which um, spoke to women. Yeah, good on you. Very important. So, um, so we, you know, worked on that. Um and you know it all it, it it took us longer than we expected, but it all came together um, at the end as they do. And um, what was the biggest blockage? What stopped you from getting oh, to the market biggest, quicker? Um, look, I think the design, um, just the design aspects initially. Um, I went in there thinking I'd be able to knock this over really quickly. You know, I've done this you know a million times. I'll be right. Mm. And um, and I actually found it really hard. Um, and yeah, so that, that actually took us longer than we expected. But once we hit the nail on the head, we got it and we were flying from there. But it did take us a while to get to a point where we felt like we were, um, you know, in the right place that we wanted to be in terms of, you know, logo colour mm. and just the style of the logo um, and all those kind of things. I you think know, you nailed it. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to, you know, you see other brands and you go, oh, I love that, I love that, but you don't want to then replicate them. You want to, you know, you want it to be yours, you know. So it was really important to us that um, it wasn't too out there, but it, it communicated what we were what we were needing it to. But it must have given you some also respect for the guys at Endota because, you know, like people buy – I often hear franchisees complain about the franchisor, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. they're not doing this and the marketing could be better and this brand bit, blah, blah, blah. But then now you've been through that process. Do you look at sure. what they've done with Endota and go on, yeah, like, well yeah. done? Oh, yeah, phenomenal job, like amazing. Um yeah, they've really developed that brand into a beautiful brand. You yeah, know, they it was have. beautiful it was beautiful from the beginning, but they've they have developed it into an amazing brand. And, and it's that as you say, it's that tone of voice, it's the personality and it's the consistency. Correct. Which it doesn't cost any more to be consistent, but no. you know, the signage out the front of your studio and on your business card and on your website, just making sure that it's all coming from the same songbook as I say, you know? That's it. That's Love it, it, yes. Love it, righto. <laughs> so now I really want to kind of dig deep and find out about your customer experience because what I understand okay. is that you've spent, you and Claire, mm-hmm. spent a lot of time getting this right. First Great. of all, why? Mm-hmm. kind of sounds like an obvious question, but why, do sure. you, why are you so adamant about a, a, a perfect customer experience and, and what's it involve? Sure. So, yeah, I think um, – the customer experience is actually fast the key part of our brand. Um, you know, I think, you know, um, students can go and have a class and they can have a great class wherever wherever they go. Um, but for us, it was about having a great experience from the moment you walked into the door to the moment you left. So, um, like, I met with our instructors this morning and I was saying to them, you know, we expect you to do a great class. That's just a basic expectation but what makes us unique in the marketplace is the little things and it's the little things like sitting at the front when the you know when the students arrive and greeting them by name you know if you don't know them introducing yourself you know making them feel very very welcome um, into the studio so for us the, the customer experience is number 1 and that's what we spend a lot of time on ensuring you know the classes are great and we we um, another thing that's quite different about our studios versus other studios is we have consistent classes at all our studios um, around Australia. Mm-hmm. So if you come to a class in Melbourne yesterday and you come to a class at Mawson Lakes in Adelaide tomorrow, you will have the same class. So most studios have um, freestyle classes. So, you, you know, they have a range of exercises and you can teach them however you want. Um, we um, It's important to us that... Um, the consistency is there amongst all the studios that you can have the same class, you know, and mm. we change them every four weeks. We, we always we, – we laugh at Maccas and we, you and I are both parents and the old mm. Maccas mm. McDonald's is, you know, not something we want to visit too often. No. <laughs> Hello to all you uh, McDonald's franchisees listening. I worked at McDonald's growing up. So. Right. Okay, <laughs> there, there you go. But what I was going to say is, I mean, what you're describing is what Maccas are so good at, you know, Correct. like just yeah. – yeah. So, again, we can learn from the big guys sometimes. That's it. That's it. Your customer – I think you – there must be some other aspects of your experience. So same classes all around the country. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You've got someone at the desk when, you know, the class is, you know, 10 minutes before the class is starting. Welcome sure. by name. Yes. They're, they're, give me, they're more little kind of 
what I call one percenters that you guys do? Yeah, sure. So I think, you know, for us um, with females, you know, the senses are really important. So we have our own um, candles, so we burn the same candles in every studio. Oh, I love our, that. Our tenders have um, a uniform, so they all have a, you know, clear expectation about how the uniform should look. Tenders? Um, tenders? T- t- yeah, sorry. So we call our instructors tenders, bartenders. Nice. So just a fun play on words. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so our tenders have a, a uniform that they, they wear um, you know, they have a certain way they have to wear their hair and makeup. Um, wow. What, yeah, so, you know, we're very specific and clear around the look um, of our studios. And, any, any, and any kickback on that? Any, no, not going, at all. No? no, no, not at all. No, they're really... I remember just recently um, Lorna Jane, the women's mm-hmm. fitness clothing brand, um, yes. advertised for... I'm going to get this wrong, oh, but yes, you're I, with me? I, I, yeah. Yes, a, I am, yeah. a receptionist or someone, and they needed to sure. be fit looking, and yes, yes, and you know, social media, you know, all the yes. trolls kicked up a fuss. Yeah, yeah, it's part but of the I, brand, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it is. It is. You know, when you're um, resent, representing health and wellness, you know, <laughs> you need to look <laughs> like you're a picture of health and wellness, don't you? I know, so, wacky um, concept, wacky yes, concept, troll. Yes. Hey, I've got to ask Kylie, um, you struggled getting the design right for mm. the brand, you know, sure. a bit of a control mm-hmm. freak there. What about choosing the scent of the candle? How'd that go? No, that was really, um, that was not easy, I wouldn't say, but um, we had um, in Melbourne a um, someone that specialises in scents and so Ooh. Claire worked with him to to develop the scents and then what we did was we actually went and tested them. So we came up with the, I think it was like four or six that we loved and um, and then they tested them and um, there were two clear winners. I, so, I think it's, uh, what, what, what are we talking, by the way, sandalwood or a bit of a bubble gum, vanilla ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, no, funny, we were actually going down a very natural um, yeah essential oil fragrance, but um, they were not the ones that were the most popular. It was the um, sweeter fragrances ah. that were, were preferred by the majority of people. So we Very uh, bowed to, to public women. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me, was there – I think it's brilliant. I mean, I don't think enough businesses spend time uh, on scent. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, was there some research that you'd seen or where the oh, idea we come just from? know um, from, from Endota um, oh, that yeah. when um, people walk in the door, the first thing they say is, oh, I love that smell. Um, or, you know, as soon as you walk in the door, you know you're at Endota. Um, so for me, um, there was always just that, um, you know, it just resonated with yeah, me that we gotcha. needed to have a similar, um, not, you know, scent is such a big part of Endota. It's not a big part of Alenta, but that we do have that, you know, that you have a welcoming scent when you walk into the studio. Yeah, right. See, Alenta, I'm seeing the double E and I'm going Alenta every time. <laughs> now, tell, <That's> okay. <laughs> tell me, uh, marketing-wise, what's the best marketing that you've done that's generated the most inquiry? Mm, that's a good one. Um Look, I think um, without a doubt when we first started our first studio at Rundle Street in Adelaide, um, we did two things that um, got us massive coverage. One was um, we, did, we spent a fair bit on public relations. Um, we used an agency here that got us on the National Nine News actually around Australia. Um, nice. And um, we, the Fringe Festival, I don't know if you've heard of the Fringe yep. Festival, it's phenomenal in Adelaide. Um, we had Fringe performers come and do classes here that got a lot of coverage. So we, we got a lot of mass press when we first opened. Um, without a doubt, that 
was massive for us. Um, That's really clever. So just so I can understand that, you the Fringe Festival, gosh, how do you mm-hmm. describe that? It's like comedy, oh, it's a- theatre, drama, live events. Yes, correct. Yeah, all okay. Of, all of the above, yeah. So your spin going out to the media to get some publicity was mm-hmm. we're reaching out to all Fringe um, celebrities yes. and inviting them in for a bar session. Yeah, so we had, there was quite a few um, sort of acrobats and, um, you know, extremely fit, you know, dancers performing at the um, at the festival. Mm-hmm. And so we invited them in for a class and um, some not so fit, which was, you know, good, uh, good comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and so came in and did classes and, um, yeah, and we got coverage from, through that. You got national coverage on National got Nine National News. National Nine News coverage. High fives all round. I know, I know. We, yeah, we, we, they, our agency exceeded themselves. They were amazing. Communicates. Um, they were really good. Do you mind if I ask what kind of budget you allocated to that publicity strategy? Because I imagine it, you weren't you weren't flush with a whole lot of dough. No, no, we only. Um, um, it was a few thousand dollars, so uh. it wasn't a crazy amount of money. And we just, you know, I think. Sometimes you luck it, you know, and it was really very, you know, well, yeah. clearly, clearly there was very good planning associated. Oh, I, but, you I know, think so. I don't <laughs> but, think you, know, you lucked we were, it at all. <laughs> we, we were lucky that the festival was on at that time, so that worked really well. And we, we had a, um, you know, Adelaide is a great market to to launch in because, um, you know, Ad, the Adelaide market is very open to, to, you know, trying new things and to, you know, opening their arms. So, um it was great and we had a week of free classes to kick off and so we had massive um, trial during that time as well. Well, there's something going on Adelaide. Um, again, overseas listeners, non-Adelaide people call it Radelaide because <laughs> we kind of don't know whether something's happening there or not. But <laughs> according to this show, recently I had a, a lawyer who started a virtual business call. Uh, her name's Sarah Bartholomew. She's from Adelaide. Um, I've had Scott Bucock who invented oh, hags. Yes. Yeah, hags. Hey? Great story. Great, Great story. story. Hanging out his wife's little black dress and realises yeah. the peg needs hooks. So yeah. There is something going on in the water in Adelaide, which isn't is. that flash the old water, so maybe that's that's the secret. <laughs> so now tell me, Kylie, um, growth, you have big growth plans. You're, you're in we your do. second year of business with Alenta mm-hmm. and you have how many studios? So we have four. Got We've four. got another three opening before Christmas. Wow. Uh, mm. All company-owned Correct. Two company owned, one franchise. So now you're franchising. Now franchising. What, what's your rush? <laughs> first to market. Love your work. Well, you're not mm. first to market though. First to well, franchise market. First to franchise market. Wow. Mm. Now I've spoken to past small business owners who have been down this path, and the paperwork and all the boxes mm-hmm. that need ticking is horrendous. You've got a mm-hmm. bit of a head start. Yeah, we do. Look, Claire and I, um, we were both involved with uh, Endota Head Office, so we've both acted as franchisors as well as franchisees. And um, Claire has worked in franchising for, um, you know, 10-plus years. So she um, is really good with the franchise details. So, um, you know, I'm lucky that I have an in-house franchise expert. Yeah, sure are. <laughs> that, um, you know, that, that knows knows how to how to go about what, it. What's the thinking? Like first first to market's one thing, but there's mm-hmm. no use being first to market if it's going to cause a whole lot of pain and a rush job, which I'm sure, I'm sure it's not. But mm-hmm. um, you, yeah, why? Why else? Is it just like you just see the opportunity is now? Correct, yeah. And, you know, we, we want to grow quickly um, and um, 
we, from a, what we've found is in when we've got studios and we've got really strong studio managers, it works really well. So um, we, Claire and I, can't be in every studio and um, so we, we need strong studio managers in each of our studios and that's where the franchise partners come on board because um, they can be our studio yeah. partners and be on the ground, you know, and their main role is is customer service, is, you know, the customer experience with um you know, with their, with yeah, their students. Right. Love it. And um, what kind of a franchisor are you going to be? <laughs> um, I think the thing is that Claire and I have learnt a lot by being part of franchise and Claire's been involved with a number of different franchises. So, you know, the other day Claire said to me, we can't be making these decisions because because we, we do th- tend to think like franchisees, you know, we need to make the right decisions as a franchisor as opposed to a franchisee, you know, wanting to be a franchisor. Um, but mm. I think that the benefit is that we've um, we've sat on both sides of the fence. So yeah. we know what works for franchisees and we know what works for franchisors. So hopefully we can um, create, you know, a fabulous system that takes into account both needs, you know, because for us it has to be a win-win for both the franchisee and the franchisor otherwise you know, totally. why would you do it? And, you know, I couldn't put my hand on my heart and go to sleep of a night time, you know, if it wasn't working for both of us. Well, you don't anyway. You're, you're texting and emailing ideas <laughs> left, right and centre to each other. So there's no, no time for sleep. <laughs> Certainly not now. I mean, because you, between you and Claire, you've only got six children, haven't you? Under under what age? Um, I have... Um, Claire actually has no children. I have the six children. Oh, you've got the six. Oh, my God. Hang on. We're just going to start the interview again. There's a whole story to be un- unpacked. You've yes. Got- so, oh, um, Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. the last two are twin three-year-olds. So. Oh, you're a machine. It's got, can I just give you a virtual <laughs> hug over the phone or Skype, whatever we're doing, because I've got now just masses of respect. Um, yes. Six. How old's the oldest one? Um, 19. Wow. Well, yeah. the 19-year-old, he or she can kind of look after the home front and you just go out to work each day, huh? Yeah, you would you would hope, wouldn't you, Peter? Uh, I'm the, young, I'm the youngest of six. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. yeah. You know what it's like? Uh, motherly. Motherly? Yeah. <laughs> so motherly, beautifully motherly. Um, yes. Oh, well, good on you. So how's Thank the, you. Just, just to finish up, how's the work-life balance going? Yeah, it's a challenge, you know, but um, I think – regardless if you have one or six kids, um, being a mother and having your own business is a challenge, you know. Yeah. So um, it's about being organised and focused and, you know, getting in and getting the work done and getting home and, you know, being able to focus on the kids. Right. Okay. Uh, well, good on you. Now, listen, uh, thank you so much for sharing, Kylie. I wish Alinta Bar so much success into the future. If there – and there will be uh, – Possible you. franchisees listening, um, mm-hmm. how can they contact you? Um, they can give Claire or I a call directly. Um, which our, our numbers are on our, our website, which yep. is alentabar.com. Um, or uh, they can uh, shoot us an email at hello at alentabar.com. Nice. And I'm going to spell alentabar. It's A-L-E-E-N-T-A bar, B-A-R-R-E.com. And are you on Twitter? We are. All right. What's your Twitter handle? Alentabar. Oh, clever. Hey, there's brand consistency. If ever I've seen it, all the Facebook, best. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, crazy, crazy. Kylie, thanks for sharing. Thank you. What a wonderful, wonderful person with six kids. Hey, none of us can complain we're busy anymore. She's nailing it. It's all about working smart, not hard, isn't it? Hey, it's about getting in the flow. 
having ideas, getting excited, being passionate about what you do. Gee, that's a consistent theme amongst uh, all my guests. Time's not an issue when you love what you do. Sounds like a cliche. Seems to be true. Can I share my top three learnings from that chat with Kylie with you? Thanks to the very good folk at Key Person of Influence. Go on, grab their free, a free hard copy of their Amazon bestseller. It's an ace book. It'll keep you up at night. Keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Righto. Learning number one, be consistent with your tone of voice throughout your brand. It's easy to do. It's easy to forget too. It doesn't cost any more to be consistent, but boy, does it build some familiarity. Learning number two, create a customer experience. Do all the little things really well. Individually, they don't really matter, but they add up. And all of a sudden, one plus one equals, what's it equal? 11. I heard someone say two. Number three. And if you want more customer experience, love, go and check out the episode I did with um, Joshua Nichols from Platinum Electricians. He too is nailing the customer service experience. Such a great marketing strategy. Learning number three, don't complain if you're busy. Kylie's got six children. If you're busy, maybe figure out how you can work smarter and not harder. I know, we're all time poor. I hear that. Watch a bit less telly. Spend a bit less time on social media. Spend time listening to less pod... No, 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 no. Gosh, goodness me. Less podcasts, ridiculous. Listen to more podcasts. Learn how to work smarter. That'd be a good thing. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Go on, head over to episode 263, leave a comment in the show notes. That's how you and I communicate. Well, if you're not a member of the forum, but I do love seeing those show notes fill up. So do my guests. My guests respond. Head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and look for episode 263. A very wise soul once said, they laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at them because they're all the same. (sighs) Now it's time to say goodbye. Plenty of marketing gold, though, coming up next week, the week after. I'm off to the Philippines on Friday week. Kind of check out the world of outsourcing. I'll be reporting back on that. Next week, I have a chat with a super smart charity marker who started a cause that involves, ready for it, pilfering toiletries from hotel rooms. I do that anyway. And uh, I also speak to a handbag, a leather handbag manufacturer who's teaching others how to steal his bags. Hmm. He scratches his head, wondering what that's all about. Hey, be sure to grab your free hard copy of the Key Person of Influence Amazon bestseller over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Get one for a friend, a mate. They'll love you forever. Hey, audio production for this show is done by the very wonderful Daryl Delirious Misson. Love you, Daz. And the music bed, oh yeah, created by the inimitable Lockie Dolly. Love you too, Lockie. Hey, thanks, guys. If you need a speaker for an upcoming event, then I'm all yours. Check out timreed.com.au. If you want to surround yourself with motivated business owners and get cranking with some great marketing, head over to crankmymarketing.com and join the forum. Until next week, I am Timbo Reed. Always have been. Hopefully always will be. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now. Bye for now.